My guest today says many will marry, but few will succeed without putting Jesus at the center. A broken marriage and a broken life was put back together by faith in Jesus Christ. This is the journey of Elizabeth Lopez. Well, you know, in your book, this is a new book that, that Elizabeth wrote, Love, Prayers, and Hard Stuff. Um, she has just been through so much. I just want that audience to know that reading this book, if you need a summer read, I'm telling you, she went through some hard stuff, all right. And um, she's going to talk a little bit more about it right now. Um, so you had many years of up and downs, right, with his addictions and and, and then things that he was looking at on the internet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So after we, like I said, we went through, you know, the alcohol and drugs and it seemed like he was getting that cleaned up. Then he went into steroid use and bodybuilding and then it seemed like that was kind of getting cleaned up and then hoarding and purchasing and buying. And, you know, um, he had just amassed a lot of things, two huge storage units, a full basement, a full attic, you know, just a lot of things there. And then we kind of were getting that cleaned up and that's when it went into like the internet stuff and, you know, just really dark stuff with pornography and, um, you know, things that he was searching and, you know, trying to, to seek out more, you know, lewd things, um, you know, and, and that was where I just said, no, enough is enough. Like, you know, I wasn't willing to, to go through that with him. You know, that was going to be my, my bottom line of where either he had to stop all of the nonsense or, you know, it was not going to go any further. Yeah. Well, what did you do? I mean, you, not only do you hoping that he's going to stop, but in the interim, he's, he's spending money. You're not knowing this is what the book is telling us. Um, you know, what, did, what were you thinking in your mind? Did you want to leave him? Did you, what were you doing in the end time? Yeah, at that time, I was just as lost as he was. You know, I was trying to keep up with all these things. Like I said, when different things are manifesting and you're seeing somebody go through so many different, you know, uh, strongholds and, and bondage and, you know, it's just like, well, your end, you know, your, your mind is blown too. Like you can't keep up with it. I'm trying to hold down a job. I have children. There's just so many things going on at that time. And I just fell into like my own depression where I just said enough is enough. You know, I couldn't take much more. I had um, lost my brother at that time. So there was just a lot going on. And, um, you know, I was getting to the bottom of myself as well. So I just knew that, you know, if I got any lower, then I had to start looking up very pretty soon because it was just not good. You know, I wasn't in a good mental um, state myself. Did you say I'm I'm not putting up with this anymore? I'm going to kick him out. Yeah, towards the end, I went on a trip and I went to Georgia to visit um, some friends and family for a couple of days. And when I was down there, that was it. I made up my mind that when I came back, you know, I wasn't going to be able to do this anymore. And, um, you know, enough was enough. And I was going to put my foot down and, you know, he was going to have to leave and everything. And that was, like I said, the beginning of my journey of healing and just, you know, finding um, all the solutions that I so greatly needed, you know, for my mental health. And, um, you know, for him, hopefully to get the help that he needed as well, because it was a very codependent um, relationship up until that point. And so when I did come back from my trip to Georgia, that is when, you know, I found out more of the things that he was into. And that was, you know, that was the bottom line. And that's when we separated. And that is when I began my journey, you know, with the Lord. And, you know, and then the book talks a lot about that, you know. 
Yeah, that's where I was going next. I want to know, like, at what point did you say, I surrender all? Hmm. Yeah, there were so many points where I said I surrender. I just remember feeling very lonely. You know, my kids were away. They had went to Costa Rica for the summer to be with my mom. And um, that was the first time they were away from me in their whole life. And so, you know, I hadn't seen them in like six weeks. And so I was going through the sadness of not being with my kids. Um, I was going through the sadness of this marriage, you know, that was dissolving. I was going through, um, you know, a breakup with my job. I just couldn't function at work anymore. And I had you know, a very demanding job. Um, and I just said, wow, like I just saw my life spiraling down and I had nothing else but the Lord at that time. And I just cried out, you know, I need help. I need something different. You know, I need some joy and some peace and stability in my life. You know, I was desperate. And when you're desperate, you know, you'll just cry out until something gives, you know, and that's where I was at that point is that I was just completely desperate and broken. And in my brokenness, that's where the Lord met me. That's where the Lord meets all of us when we're yeah. at that point, right? Amen. Some of us have to really hit bottom several times before the mm. Lord comes in and starts to help you understand what, you know, what he can do in your life. Right. That's right. So how That's many, right. how many years were you going through this? Um, I would say from the start to that, that point, probably about four years, it was about four years at that point of madness with him. You know, um, I've had instability, you know, in my life for many years prior to that, which I talk about the book, you know, my childhood and teenage years and even young, um, you know, young adult life. But that madness within the marriage was lasting about four years up to that point. Yeah. At this point, you handed the marriage over to God. This is where you are in your life. I did. And, yeah. And so when you did that, what changed? Everything. <laughs> Everything changed. Yeah. The Lord just worked. I mean, supernaturally, miraculously in my life, you know, at, um, a super, super speed. I don't even know how to explain it, but like, you know, he took me from bottom ground zero to like, you know, these spiritual highs that I saw in like such a quick period of time. And I don't know if that happens for everybody with their journey, but I know that, you know, he really had his hand on me because I was in a place where I didn't know anything about the Lord. I had it wasn't raised in the church. I didn't have any, you know, believers in my family. I had one friend that I knew that was a believer from town, but not really like a good friend, just, you know, somebody that I knew in passing. So when I say he started me from bottom up, I, I mean, he really did, you know, he brought me through the Bible. He brought me through Bible studies very quickly. You know, I was just like, learning at this accelerated rate, you know, of all about him. And he was just bringing me in and drawing me in and just showing me who he is and that he could be trusted. And, you know, that, you know, it was just going to be that stability that I so greatly needed in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And one of those studies was Bible study fellowship. Yeah. Which, which uh, you were part of in, uh, in the area that I I'm a group leader. So I'm so happy to, to have you on because there's yeah. some BSFers that are going to love hearing your story um, because they know who you are. Um, so um, your broken marriage is now on the mend, but was your husband on board with that? 
No, not at all. Not initially. Yeah. There was many, many days and nights of prayer. You know, when he saw that I came to the Lord and so much was changing in me, um, I believe he wanted that for himself as well, but he didn't know how to go about that. You know, he was so still steeped in a lot of darkness and still in a bad place himself mentally. Um, but he knew that there was a light, you know, I think he saw that go off on me, that light, you know, and he really wanted, wanted that, whatever that looked like, I knew he wanted it. And, um, so I just began praying for him, you know, interceding for him, like, like crazy, you know, I would pray for him in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, and we weren't together. We were still very much separated, but I was, you know, more concerned about his soul at that point than, um, having a husband, you know, the Lord just kind of like allowed me to step away from it where I didn't see him as a husband anymore, but I just saw him as like someone who was lost and desperately needed Jesus, yeah. you know? And so when I was able to do that, it not only helped me because then I got away from like the loneliness and all of that kind of stuff that I was dealing with, but it just helped me to war for him and his soul, you know, and just really cry out to God and say, all right, look, you know, even if you don't repair this marriage, even if we aren't together another day, I still want to see him in heaven. That, what a great wife you are because a lot of women would be like, I'm done. I mean, you stuck, you stuck by this guy where, when most women would be, I'm not doing this anymore. And they would just turn their back, which is such a great uh, picture of Jesus. Right. Mm. So when we turn our backs on Jesus and, you know, he just still continues to love us. Right. Mm. Us, no matter what, what what happens what we do even again against him or in the world you know he still loves us and still accepts us back and you you've displayed that for your husband and that's what he wants us to do he wants us to love yeah. our husbands he puts us together for a reason and i'm so happy that that you listened to to jesus then took your own thoughts and went ahead and did whatever you know was the opposite way because you ended up having a daughter who is like, from what I understand, is a prophetic daughter. Yes, yes. My daughter is amazing. Yeah, I did not see that coming. You know, we said for many years we were not going to have children. Um, it was just not going to be part of our marriage plan. Um, you know, I just, like I said, when I initially married him, I knew he was not very stable in a lot of areas. And I just didn't want to bring a child into that. I thought it would be a mess, you know. And um then, you know, after he found the Lord and, you know, his life was changed and, and, you know, just miraculously, uh, you know, I just thought about it and I knew deep in his heart that he wanted a child. And I would just say, you know, like, I don't know, we'll see if it happens. And then I remember going to a seminar one day, I was working at Lighthouse Pregnancy Resource Center and I worked there and um, they were doing some type of um, seminar on IUD contraceptives. And, you know, I had one in for many years and I didn't think much of it. I just thought, you know, it was like a safe thing to have. And um, Jan, who was giving the presentation said like, you know, it could have been like some type of form of an abortion. And I just thought to myself, my God, I've never heard of anything like that. What is she talking about? And she said, you know, and I, and I don't want to say it wrong. I may misquote it completely and chop it up. But she did say somehow IUDs contribute to like some type of getting rid of an embryo if it if it um, implants somehow. And again, I'm not good with medical terminology, but she said it. And I was just so convicted in my heart. And I just said, Oh my goodness, like I have to have this removed, you know, like I was, um, 
very convicted at that moment. And I just knew that I had to get it removed and then trust the Lord, you know, with whatever happened after that. And not long after that, (laughs) I conceived maybe within six to seven months, I conceived. So yeah, God knew what he was doing. Once again, he always does. And so she has been a huge blessing to us. We love her immensely. And we can't even picture what life would be without her because she's just a joy. She really is. And she has been, you know, on fire for God since the moment she came out. She um, has been a blessing to so many people. She is prophetic. Yeah, she gives words of knowledge to people at school and she just is yeah she's just the shining light of jesus <laughs> how beautiful is that that's yeah. a blessing she is that's, that's a blessing so let me ask you where is your husband's mind out today where is he today Praise God. My son has, my son, excuse me, my husband has been fully set free from bipolar disorder, from every addiction. Like I said, you know, hoarding and shopping and pornography, alcohol, addiction, lust. He's been set free from it all. There's nothing that he still has to this day. He is truly free and free in Christ. He's a new creation. You know, he, um, he leads men's Bible studies. He has men's prayer groups out of our home. You know, he's on fire for the Lord in every way. And it's just, yeah, only by the grace and goodness of God that you could see a transformation like that. People that knew him before and that know him, you know, now, and they just even can't even believe it's the same person, to be honest with you. That's wonderful. Well, you can get her book, Love Prayers and Hard Stuff, um, would be on Amazon. Um, So where would they also be able to find out more about you? Um, I have a Facebook page that I currently run. It's called Mending Hearts, Restoration and Redemption God's Way. So I post like a different blog each day, you know, different things that the Lord is impressing on my heart there for, you know, helping mostly women. Um, And I feel like that's my calling is to always help women. And so I have any given day, I'll have, you know, anywhere from five to 10 messages of women across the country message me about things that they're going through. Um, So it's a good place to share to uh, encourage women and to bring some hope into their situations. Wonderful. Now, what would you like to leave my audience with today? Well, I just want to thank you for listening. You know, this has been a wonderful opportunity to get on and talk about my book. What I would like to leave everybody is just an impartation from the Lord that, you know, he blesses, you know, he is in the blessing business. He's in the restoration business and the redemption business. This is what the Lord does. He's mighty and he is strong and he's able. So if you're going through anything whatsoever, you know, anything in your marriage with family, maybe you have a prodigal, you know, whatever it is, the Lord is able, you know, you got to trust him. You have to pray and just really seek him with your whole heart and surrender daily. You know, some of this stuff you have to surrender a hundred times a day. It may not just be instantaneous. Maybe you have to keep surrendering it, but once you do, and you give it to him, I I guarantee you'll see some amazing things happen. Every married couple goes through waves of hard times, but as soon as you hand yours over to Jesus, you will see change, not just change in your spouse, but he changes you too, and he gives you a heart of flesh. So in Ephesians 4, 31 through 32, Paul tells us, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. And begin your journey together as Jesus says in Mark 10, eight through nine, 
and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. You know, it's easy to give up because fighting for your marriage is much harder and it wears you down. But Jesus wants us to hold it together through better or worse. And he said that literally. You know, the worst sometimes can get bad. But when you have the tool of prayer and Jesus says, come to me, ask, seek, knock, and the door will be opened. Do you listen to the call of God? Because God speaks to you every day. Are you listening to the call?